Welcome to the Secrets of Supermom show, where we explore how successful, busy moms battle overwhelm, beat burnout, and stay happy in the process. I'm your host, Lori Oberbreckling, wife, mom of four, corporate executive, photographer, and author of the book, Secrets of Supermom, how extraordinary moms succeed at work and home, and how you can too. Hey, hey, friend, welcome to episode number 153 of the Secrets of Supermom show. If you are listening in real time, today is Thanksgiving Day in the United States, so happy Thanksgiving to you. And being the most thankful day of the year, right, the day that we talk about it the most at least, how can we not talk a little bit today on the podcast about gratitude? So I want to talk about some benefits of gratitude, right? Like why should you use gratitude in the first place? Why should you start to develop a practice? Why should you do this? If you have heard me talk about this before, you might have heard me talk about sort of what you can do, but this is why you should be doing it. How to start if you are just getting started. If you already have a gratitude practice, how you can get a little bit deeper and get a little bit more out of that practice. And then also, I'm just going to share some specific questions that you can use today if you are listening while you're basting your turkey or you're listening while you're cleaning up your kitchen. Some questions you can use today with either just you or your family or your partner. Um, And then you can use them every day too. So things that you can use if you get stuck, if you maybe just can't think of anything to be grateful for. So let's start with the benefits and why we should actually practice gratitude, right? Why should we do this? So you might've been told as you were a kid, you should have an attitude of gratitude, right? Or be grateful for what you have. And you might even say that to your kids, but why do we do this? Why do we tell them that they should be grateful? So research shows that gratitude and and showing gratitude improves health, right? It improves health and immunity, It strengthens and deepens relationships, and it makes you happier. So I want to ask you, those people in your life that are never sick, right, do they seem to be very thankful, very grateful? Um, And I think that so often we see that connection, right? And then also, as you train your brain to look for things that make you feel grateful, you start to notice them more you are more likely to see those positive things. You're more likely to see those solutions. And I mean, yes, please, right? These things are all things that will make every day easier. So gratitude not only makes you feel good in the moment, but it continues, right? It dominoes into the other areas of your life. So I want to talk about how we can be more grateful every day. So we know the research is is big on this, right? We've just said that there's definitely a benefit. But in the last decade, we have called this more of a gratitude practice, right? So just like you have maybe a yoga practice, this consistent routine is what is big in in, you know, in blog posts, in in podcasts like this, right? We talk about having this practice of gratitude. Because you could just be thankful today, right, on Thanksgiving, and that's amazing if you're just getting started. It's as good a day as any to start that practice. But you can't just be thankful today and expect those results to domino through the whole rest of the year, right? So this practice is something that we start and we put into a habit. So the practice of looking for everyday things that make you feel grateful allows you to go deeper on those things. It allows you to bring that feeling of appreciation and joy and thankfulness throughout your day. It 
allows you to see things you might have never noticed before, right? Before, if you weren't purposely looking for things that would bring you gratitude, bring you joy, appreciation, you might have never even seen them. It allows you to go deeper in your relationships because you're not just looking for the things that your partner or your children or your best friend or your mom does that drive you berserko, right? You're looking for the things that make you happy, that make you appreciate them, that make you think, yeah, I'm glad this person's in my life. It lets you start to release some of those grudges that you might have, right? That you might have been holding onto. And it really lets you start to focus on positives and solutions instead of problems, complaining, all of those things, right? It starts to actually change your mindset. So the way that I like to talk about this, you know, for me, the gratitude practice is coming in the morning as part of a morning routine, but I would absolutely call it a habit, right? I get up in the morning and I grab coffee and I give my dogs treats and I sit down at my desk and I do my gratitude practice. And I do some other things too, but it is a habit. These are things I do every single day. Thanksgiving day, yes. Random Sunday, yes. Monday morning, of course, right? So every day I'm doing this and it's part of a habit. So if you don't have a gratitude practice in place, if you are thinking, man, I I do this sometimes. Sometimes I think of things that I'm grateful for, but I don't have a regular routine of this, right? The actual practice in place. I love to talk about doing this as a habit stack. And in episode number two, if you can believe it, which is secretsofsupermom.com forward slash two, all the way back to episode number two, you can go back and you can hear what habit stacking actually is. But essentially it is putting a habit into a place where you already have a habit. So if you think of every day I brush my teeth or every night I brush my teeth, I could during that time think of something I'm grateful for, right? Maybe every day I look at my planner to see what I'm going to do for the day. And every day during that time, I'm going to write down three, three, three things I'm grateful for there in the, in my planner. Maybe I'm going to start sharing at dinner every night because maybe every dinner, every night at dinner, we sit down together as a family. Um, for us, we share some of, you know, um, from previous episodes that we share our best and our worst in our family. So we'll share one win for the day and one struggle for the day. And that's how we do it. Um, and my gratitude practice is separate. And I do that on my own as part of my morning routine. So the point is to make it intentional. The point is that the practice is that you're making it intentional and then you get better at it. You find things you can be grateful for. You might have a day where you find a list of things you can be grateful for. You practice this. And as you practice, you keep looking for those things every single day. Now, I know that you might have heard you should write down five things you're grateful for or 10 things you're grateful for. But if you're just starting and even on many days, I just want one. I want one specific thing that I am grateful for because then I can be really intentional about choosing that one thing. Now, I might then choose three or I might choose more. I might come up with a whole list certain days. But if I have 10 things, I'm probably writing down the kids and Jeremy and my house, right? I'm probably writing general things down. Not that I should not be grateful for those. Those are all amazing things. But it is far more powerful when I'm very specific. Far more powerful when I'm very specific. It doesn't have to be these big, I'm grateful for my health, though I might be. I'm grateful for my family or my partner, though I might be. It can be those small moments. It can be those happy accidents. It can be those tiny things. It might be that you are grateful that 
Your spouse winked at you from across the kitchen while you were making Thanksgiving dinner. You might be grateful that your teen walked up to you and gave you an unexpected hug, right? It might be that you hit all the green lights on the way home and it was awesome, right? And you got home minutes faster and it felt like you were the luckiest person to be alive. You might be grateful for a tiny flower weed that pushed through a crack in the sidewalk and just made you smile yesterday. Tiny moments, tiny itty bitty moments are just as powerful as those big, amazing parts in your life. And when you're looking for the tiny moments, you can see them everywhere. So I want to talk a little bit about going deeper. Those of you that might have a gratitude practice in place, right? Maybe every day you grab your coffee like me and you give your dog some treats like me and you write down your gratitude just like me. So if you are nodding along as you drive to your in-laws, yep, I do that. You've got your mashed potatoes in the back seat. You're ready to go. You're listening on Thanksgiving. You're like, yep, I do that. I have got my gratitude practice in place. I want to talk about a couple things that can make it deeper if you're not already doing these things. So the first thing is writing it down. We talked about, I said, you could habit stack and be brushing your teeth and think about something you're grateful for. That's absolutely a great way to start. But if you are writing it down, we know that the act of writing it down, it allows additional cognitive activity to work on that thing that you're thinking about, right? So you could be thinking something, you could be typing something, or you could be physically writing it down. And that writing it down, that act, means more areas of the brain are activated and activated more intensely. So this is a little nerd out of the research, right? I just, I love to nerd out on this because I think, okay, we know that writing it down is more powerful, but why? What is happening? And so the writing is, what it's doing is improving the encoding process in your brain. Encoding is the biological process which allows things to be perceived and travel to the brain's hippocampus where they're then analyzed, right? So we see something, we, our brain says, does this matter? It goes to the hippocampus so it can be analyzed. And then it says, does this stay in long-term memory? And I love to think of this as like a core memory from the movie Inside Out, right? That we, is it going to be long-term memory, right? Does it stay one of those cool globes and go into long-term memory? Or does it get dumped, right? Does it get forgotten? And so when you want to maintain that power of gratitude, writing those things down improves memory of those things. It improves that encoding of those things, and it allows them to stick around longer. Another way to go deeper is getting really, really specific. I sort of alluded to this already, but it's really easy to start with. I'm grateful for my family. And if that's you starting, amazing. I'm grateful for my house, right? I'm grateful that all my Christmas decorations are up. I'm grateful that I get to eat dinner with my family today. Getting really, really specific about something, especially if you can do it within the last 24 hours, allows you to better embody the experience. So you might be thinking specifically about that distinct moment. You're thinking about it. You're returning to the state of feeling that you had in that moment. You're increasing those neurotransmitters that made you feel good in the first place. You are then writing it down, improving that encoding. And that is all coming back to you. And your body is remembering how good that feels. And it wants to do that again. It wants more of that feeling. It remembers it. It wants more. And you will start to look for those things. And the last thing I want to share with, with going a little bit deeper is being able to share it. So we often, those of you that even have a practice that you've done for a long time, right? Some of you are listening and you've got a practice you've been doing for years and you never tell anyone about it. 
And I don't mean you never tell anyone you do a gratitude practice, right? If I asked you, you'd probably be like, oh yeah, I do a gratitude practice. It's cool, right? But you don't tell people the things that you're grateful for that impact them. So when you identify moments, experiences, share them with other people. Did you write down that you were grateful that the kids helped with dinner dishes last night? Tell them. Did you feel grateful that your bestie sent you a text just to check in and um, tell you a silly story? Tell them. Did you feel grateful that your neighbor brought over some dinner leftovers? They were heading out of town and you now don't have to cook tomorrow night? Tell them. Tell them that you're grateful for those things. If you write down that you're grateful for that wink from your partner, tell them. It is so powerful to be grateful for you internally, but it can domino to those other people in your lives when you share it. So I want to share some questions because sometimes gratitude sort of comes in these waves, right? I said, sometimes you'll sit down and you can write down 10 or 15 or 20 things. You can think of so many things. Life feels full, right? It feels like there's a thousand moments to be grateful for, but sometimes it's harder. You wake up frustrated. You wake up sad. You have been irritated all day and you cannot think of anything that you want to even like at all in your life, let alone something you're thankful for. And so in honor of today, because it is Thanksgiving in the U.S., I want to share just some examples of questions that you can use. And you could use these with your family today if you are thinking about doing a gratitude practice or sharing at dinner um, or something like that. So number one, who is one person you are grateful to have in your life and why? Number two, why is today better than yesterday? And I mean, it's Thanksgiving, yay. Number three, what is one thing you are glad you did this year? Number four, what's one food that you're thankful exists? Number five, what place are you thankful to have visited? Number six, what trait are you most thankful to have in your own self? Number seven, What is the tiniest thing you can think of that makes you feel grateful? Number eight, what is the biggest thing you can think of that makes you feel grateful? Number nine, what is one thing you use every day that you're grateful to have? And I bet you guys can think of so many of these. And number 10, what compliment are you thankful to have received this year? So I love those because they are easy. I love those because kids can use them, adults can use them. I love those because they, most of us have them, right? It's not those, what, you know, amazing vacation did I take? Just what's one place that I, am I grateful to have ever been to, right? It doesn't even need to be a city. It could be, I'm grateful to have gone to my local museum. I'm grateful to have been to the park at my house, right? So you can use these anytime. You can use them today and you can use them any day. And so to wrap up, I just want to share how grateful I am for you. I want to thank you for being here and listening every single week. If today's your first episode, episode, thank you for choosing this very podcast. Thank you for saying, I want to listen to that show. I think I want to download it. Thank you for sharing with other super moms in your life. Thank you for your questions and your feedback and your reviews and your honesty. Thank you for sharing your struggles with me, your wins, your goals. I just want to thank you for being you. Thank you for being here. I just want to give you my biggest, most heartfelt thank you. Thanks for listening to the Secrets of Supermom show. It doesn't have to end here. Head over to secretsofsupermom.com and take the quiz to find out your personalized supermom superpower. Or if you want to hang out in the next best thing to real life, 
Join me at Secrets of Supermom on Facebook or Instagram. Big hug, y'all.